All right. We're going to jump into it this week, like we always do. Welcome to another episode of the Bladeology Podcast. I'm Jeremiah Burbank from PBK Vegas. Nick Chuprin of NCC Knives. Elijah Isham of Isham Bladeworks. All right. So we're uh, we're just coming off uh, a big big USN show in Vegas this past Labor Day weekend. We're all uh, a little bit re- reset in our in our ways. I'm back at the shop. Uh, I think you guys are in the same same shop right now. Elijah, same you're location. you're in New York with Nick. For yeah, a, for a minute. Elijah had a 13-hour layover on his way to Paris. And he, the airport's right by my shop, so he decided to stay here, even though half the time he just slept in my be- shop bedroom. Aww. It was literally only three hours. Uh-huh. He was tired. I haven't slept in, like, 48, so, yeah. Kind of needed it a little bit. Uh-huh. Just a scooch? Um, so, USN in Vegas was uh, pretty nuts. A lot of fun. Uh, it was actually... I think it was a good show. Um Considering the the date, I'm always like dubious, but it's uh it it always it was, pays off. It's a pretty great show, I'd say. Yeah, there, yeah, was, there was some awesome particular. things that happened. Yeah, yeah. Friday in particular, Elijah never made it on Friday. Friday was really good. Uh, it was nuts on Friday. Yep. I feel like Saturday um, was a letdown, right? Uh, it depends. I don't know. There were some cool people in town, uh, and they they got uh, JB Fifty Shades of Slash. His, him and his wife got the Emerson lottery. That's nuts. That's like really crazy. Good for him Did though. Did they get the mini six or what? Uh, no. no, I forget. Uh, no, they got picks towards the end. Yeah. Still, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty nuts. First USN. That's impressive. Oh, was that his first USN? Yeah, it's his first USN, and him and his wife both got picked for for the Emerson lottery. That's crazy. Is Emerson lottery a big that big of a deal? Like I remember, dude, John Gray. Yeah. yeah, we were all having dinner, and John Gray was like, nah, "I gotta go." I gotta go right now for this Emerson lottery. Like, all right. He's explaining right. to the waitress, like, you don't understand it's a mini yeah. six. <laughs> no, you, you don't understand it's a mini six. And the waitress yeah. is like, uh, like, so no, no, it's a mini you six. Like, yeah, so I put this go. in context. We went, uh, so about like, what, about 12 of us went to Lowry's, us, like John year. Gray, Matt, uh, Gavin, and his crew. And we get there, and John's like, I gotta go. Like, I gotta order my food and get, get it to go and get out of here. I have to go to Emerson lottery. And like, the waitress thought he was nuts. He's like, I need, I need to order this now. I need to go take this to go. And also, didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah, he's like, I gotta go. I, I win every year. Hopefully, I'll win this. And like, I, I really gotta go. And like, he, this waitress thought he was like nuts. He's talking about like, I gotta go win this knife. I, I, I have to go. She just assumed. I, I think he was talking about general gambling. She was like, knife. Like, what are you talking about? Yes, yeah, so essentially, he didn't get his food and he didn't get his knife. Went to Lowry's and orders a salad. <laughs> left, left with just yeah, a that's salad. right. He got the he got the the spun salad though. He got the he got the spun salad and then he was like, I gotta go, and then he just left. Yeah, I mean, goes to one of the best uh, steakhouses in Vegas and gets a salad. Or or on on the on the obverse, good for him for you know the game is strong and he's he's not giving up. I mean, uh, he's he's in it to win it. Yeah, so that's dedication. Real. Yeah, that's dedication on his part. I didn't win any lotteries, so I was disappointed. Just just a saying, just throwing it out there. I won a lottery for John Gray. Oh, nice. What'd you win? He comes over. He's like, enter this. I'm like, okay, why? Right. For the uh, the Shiro, Chris Reeve, whatever, collab or something. The Uni Hati? Is that the name of it? I'm out of the loop on this one. I don't really know. I go and enter my name, and then I, I get called for it. It's like a $1,900 knife. And, of course, I don't have any cash on me, which is unusual. But, uh, yeah, John ends up writing a check for it and then just takes it. 
Like, okay, thanks. Did you want it though? You didn't really. You didn't really want it. I didn't want it at all, but I kind of wanted to sell it. Yeah. But like uh, secondary flip. I didn't know. I don't know shit about it. Like I didn't know anything. Just to what Levon was telling me about it, but apparently they're pretty hot right now. Yeah, that cola cola is on fire. It's uh, green Alutex, I think, and then it's um, titanium uh, showside done by the Reeve shop, if I remember oh, correctly. Is that the name of that material? The green I shit? think I think the green stuff's Alutex, if I remember looking it up. Yeah, didn't you want to become a dealer for that stuff like a long time ago? Yeah, I was like I was kinda interested in start, trying to get some. I don't know. I I, remember, like a year ago, you're like, this is gonna be the next big shit. It reminds me of the shit that was on the the uh Spider Co. Was it the air? The yeah. Gail Bradley one? The little yeah, tiny yeah, it's it's almost like somewhat quasi translucent carbon fiber. I don't know. It's weird stuff. Kind of neat, it's, whatever. It's, it's just aluminum a new material. Weave. It's pretty yeah. much the weave, the carbon fiber. It's aluminum weaved. It's neat. Uh, yeah, I did. I talked with that dealer for a bit, and um, it just never came through. It was like whatever. I don't know. I lost interest, so I never really pursued importation of it. Um, oh. but yeah, lotteries. A lot of lotteries at USN. Uh, I didn't win anything either. Yeah, but you did. You oh, could, no, you the... sold out though, Nick, didn't you? you? Did you had a good show? Oh yeah, I, I sold out my knives. I had a great show. Um, I don't win any, any knives though. You just didn't get that Rexford lottery though. Yep, that's all that matters. Hey, if I won that Rexford, I'd make more money than even my own knives. I showed up on Saturday. To be fair, like maybe yeah. one o'clock, like noonish. Yeah. Walked in there like I, mean, I met Cliff, and he's like, "What are you looking to get?" I'm like, I was thinking about entering the Rexford lotto. It's like, "Oh, that already happened." I'm like, "Oh, that already happened." Cool. Elijah packs up, immediately goes home. One twenty on Saturday, like, all right, I'm good. I'm well, me and you overslept and missed the Rexford lottery. Yeah. Yeah, you guys didn't show up there like two. That we both got a lecture from Grandpa John Gray. Yeah, Dad was pretty angry about that. Yeah. You gotta be here, kid. You can't just be walking away. No, like seriously, I think it's pretty damn funny. The yeah, Matt, damn... I'm like, look, I'm a maker. I'm not here to. Yeah, always he's angry like that. The only damn thing I've ever entered, uh, lotto wise at USN, I win, and John Gray ends up with it. No, you won a couple years. Oh, that was TKI. No, sorry, you're right. Yeah, that was the mistake of the century selling that thing. The McGinnis, right? I still, yeah, I still kicked myself for that. It was a uh, Chad Nichols Sandmai Zerk Backspacer um, Full CF uh, Mini Persian. Uh, I, I remember. It was, it was a pretty neat little, pretty best neat little chundy. Best knife I've ever owned. Well, wow. Okay. No, All I'm right. serious. Straight really? up, it was. Yeah. Okay, best knife Elijah's ever owned. Yep. How many knives have you owned? I've owned quite a few. Mm. I'd say the second one was that mayo. Oh, yeah. Just saying. Yeah, you're just talking about this mayo. (laughs) Hawaiian? All right, I got you. I got you. There's something Uh, you said at at, that school of uh, that crowd. McGinnis is not in Hawaii. McGinnis is in mayo. Mayo taught me. Oh, had a, no, I was saying he's not from Hawaii. No, it's like a whole school. That, that whole. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Just in yeah, general. School of makers. Like that Foster collab or collab. The Chanchovy you just got. Same kind of. Yeah, actually, I yeah. at first did not like that, but then the more I looked at it, actually, I kind of dig it. I gotta say. Yeah, like customs are great. I was like, oh, this is neat. Like at first, I was like, oh, whatever. Who cares? Like another frame lock fucking flipper. You can like take it. And I like, I, I did handle it for Instagram and I was like, eh, it's pretty cool. Cool, I like it. I dig its style. It's like very minimalistic. It's like sleek. Um, it's cool. But yeah, that McGinnis, the Persian, that 
hands down the best action I've ever actually felt on any knife. I'm, I swear to God. Any mm. flipper. I'm really uh, stupid selling that. Just have to find another McGinnis. Oh, no. Where are you going to get one? A TKI McGinnis. Oh, okay. There you go. It's that sexy. I don't know. That's not going to happen. Is he coming to TKI this year? Well, it's in Nashville, so I'm sure he will. Yeah, we'll be there. I don't know where he lives, but it's he's, southern. He's in Tennessee. Is he? Okay. Oh, yeah. He'll definitely be there. Hmm. TKI um, Nashville, a.k.a. Uh, West Tennessee Knife Maker Association, West Tennessee New Show. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Everyone was oh, angry, what? so we made them happy. Done. Wait, what month is that showing? It's in uh, February. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's TKI time, uh, so it's February. So that's real convenient time to be in um, the beautiful beautiful part of the world that time of year. Real uh, real nice. Well, like here. bad, I mean. Right. You don't have a bunch of, like, you know, heroined out people on the streets or nothing, but... Right. This is a certain... Uh, as long as it's not very Super Bowl it. weekend, uh, I should be able to make it. What? Who cares about Super Bowl? Oh, are you serious about that Super Bowl party? It's a yearly thing. I can't miss it. So is TKI. No, it's like it's like a weekend yearly thing. I, I literally can't miss it. I don't know. I think it's a weird decision uh, on Steve's part, but we'll see how it goes. Moving <laughs> yeah. it to Nashville. Like it that. is, but he had to do something to like sort of. He needed a quick fix to make the community chill out. Like everyone was crying, and it was like, all right, all right, we'll skip it anyway. Everyone stole it to USM this year. People that complained about it stole it to USM. I don't want to get into this topic. Of course, you go to shows, you got to complain, but you got to go. You know what else happened at USM that was really cool though? Um, we got the delivery of the one-off prototype to Tractus that uh, Elijah designed, and we got Reese Whalen to build. That was cool. I'll segue there. Yeah, <laughs> slide in the DMs. Yeah. So I designed that back in like October. Actually, right after I got home from Vegas and uh, Blade Show West, I designed that. And it finally, like about a year later, fucking happens. Harley because Elijah doesn't know how to send emails on time. Uh, I, did. I was pretty slow at sending that. Was, but was pretty slow. Reese wasn't a quick turnaround on that. It but it took like three I kept, months to send an email. But. I kept going back to it and changing little things. So yeah, I do that from time to time. I don't. I'm not 100 happy with it. And I want to go back and change some shit. I mean, you want it to be, you know, the the pure purest form of purest physical form of your of your idea that's possible. I don't know who was telling me. It might have been Nick. Uh, told me I could put a latch on it. Uh, but I mean, I'll, I'll try and do that. I don't know. So the way that Reese made it, he for the prototype, just for ease of manufacture in this case, he did even out the handles. So you can put a latch on it now that the handles are even. It's much easier. That's what um, I'm saying. Like before, it's gonna have to be like an asymmetric latch. Yeah, which is still, I mean, which is still uh, doable. You can make the latch only work in one position. It, don't, it doesn't really have to work in the closed open position. It only really has to work in a closed position. I was thinking about actually art, making an articulated uh, latch, like it would have a pivot in the middle. That's so fucked it up. Swing, it would swing around, you know. That's only right. Think about it working. Well, properly. if you've seen like a metal mark and Reese's, uh, I forget the name of it, I think it's uh, Mantis, but those are both offset handle ballet songs. Um, Terry Gwynn's made an offset handle ballet songs. Those all lock in the open and closed position. It's doable. The geometry is just really, it's screwy, but it's totally doable. Yeah, especially when you have an asymmetric handle and both uh, frames are different sizes. That's ideally. You want to make it complicated. That's the thing. The Tetractus is not an easy... 
Nothing about it is easy. That's not fun. Um, well, I mean, after you showed me the metal mark in the shop, I was like, I'm going to do something like this. And Nick's phone keeps going off. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, yeah, an offset handle, is, it's aesthetically extremely pleasing. The flippability is still... The one now that we have, the prototype, we haven't really flipped it, but it is... Does it actually flip? Because I was too scared to flip it. I, I flipped it, it, but it doesn't really flip well because it's like an inch it, thick. Yeah, right now it's a pretty beefy. Is pretty it actually an inch? Think... Eh, not really, but yeah, kind of. Just it's just under an inch thick like, total. I, I did so the outside handle to other outside handle. You wouldn't really be able to do any other tricks but the basic just rollover. I remember, like, I was semi-serious, and John's like, "Dude, I'll go outside on the concrete right now and flip it." <laughs> I'm like. That makes yeah, for a good video, but yeah. I don't think it's economically feasible. <laughs> no, I, I like. I don't even know if the rollover is the right term. Just the basic, just flip basic over, open and close. Flip back. Yeah, like that's yeah. the only thing that works. Like, I wouldn't be able to do any other trick with that thing because it's so thick to roll over in your fingers. Well, like Reese's version is is his version. You know, it's no, like it's a, it's, it's, a, not, it's an aesthetic ballast song. It's not a, it's not made to flip. Yeah, and especially with Reese's, there's nothing wrong nothing wrong with that. But, like, I do want to get the production one finished and machined, you know, because all the, all the corners are rounded off and everything's, like, nice and tight. And I want to see if somebody, on hand to somebody, who knows what they're doing and see if they can flip it. Because I think it's possible. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, theoretically, all ballet songs are somewhat flippable, but it's going to be, does someone think it's the optimal flippable thing? You know, that's, like... Yeah. A ballet can song fl- is flippable, but is it enjoyable to flip it in, in a particular way? Can you flip a metal mark? Probably not, right? Not really, just because it's... I mean, yeah, you can do it, but it's not great, because the way the handle is curved and offset makes it a real, like... That's not great, you know? Like, you can right. flip a Bradley... Or you can... Sorry, you can flip a Marlowe Badger. It's doable. Um, but it's not like the most ideal thing it's a gorgeous knife but it's just not the most incredibly flippable thing yeah like one thing i wanted to do is make the handles somewhat as straight as possible still yeah so i mean the way that reese nailed um the curves and the chamfers it's pretty legit i i think it's a gorgeous looking knife um i think we're we agreed to make have him make like a, a couple more and we're gonna thin out the handle a little bit uh with a couple notes but um, this this first one, this one-off one, um, auction. Yeah, auction soon. Yeah. Be on the lookout for it. Gonna get a well, box made and then like yeah, auction that real quick, like yeah. Go for it, go for it, big. Um, so yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that. It's attractus. There's there's some teaser pictures on Instagram. I just did a video of it, so there should be a video on YouTube probably tomorrow or something. Um, another oh, thing that happened. Yeah, yeah, and I did a well, not a flip video, just like a, like a look at video, closer slow mo look at, so people can see it anyway. Nice. Um, and then Nick, you had you had a pretty good USN overall. You uh, yes, I set up uh, last minute. Rob couldn't make it, uh, so I brought some collabs with me. So I set up at Rob's table as a proxy. Uh, with Mel Pardue. It's pretty cool. It's the first time I was exhibiting at USN. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't really plan to exhibit, so originally it was supposed to be a vacation for myself, so I wasn't the most professional, but uh, I got it done. But I've sold, got to meet some people, got to talk to everybody. Unfortunately, I wasn't there for the entire time, but I tried. 
I think you did a great job, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it was it was a it was a I think it was an excellent show all, all around. You know, that's such a thing that we talk about a lot, and I think it's important is that sometimes the knife show, the importance is is the show as much as it is making connections with people, uh, catching up with people you don't see that often. Um, certainly, socially and financially just for business it's shows are a great time to catch up with folks and, and kind of see where everyone's at what they're working on um that's that's a really important thing in our community so again if you don't get to show make sure you get to a show any show but just get out there and and meet people um i think it's very important yeah like i had somebody uh asked me a while back uh how do you get into it like knife design or some shit like anything like that without any prior knowledge I'm like dude if you just go to shows and talk to people, customers and makers, you know, and companies, you'll get a pretty good read on things. It's very, very valuable to go to a show. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, As a customer, too. Oh, yeah. So witness the fuckery firsthand. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, and you can get in on it sometimes if, if you're lucky. Uh, you can definitely yeah, get the, in there. The show is a unique show. It's a... It's yeah, like they all have yeah. Chill. I'd say each show has its own sort of special steez. Um, you you could say that about the New York show. You could say that about Blade Show, the Kentucky show. You could say that about Blade West, California. They all have a a different feel because of location, because who's there, you know. Well, I'd but, say location. Like Blade Show, they they do a very good job of keeping us there. Uh, they they. Uh, like even this year, they, they have sponsors and stuff like that. Beer companies come out, breweries come out. Uh, USN, it's the town. A lot of half the guys do stay at the Cove, and then half the guys go wander the town. They don't really take us in. They don't really take in the whole show atmosphere over there. They kind of put us aside on the second floor, put us in the room there. But besides that, it's about it. Yeah, unlike Blade Show, where they kind of just give us the whole hotel. They're like, all right, here you go, kids, have fun. Yeah, Blade Show's getting, it's gotten so big now, it's just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna let these people, like, swim into the sea of this hotel for fucking three days. Essentially. Whereas USN, I think, is, like, more, I mean, this might be pretty obvious, but it's just, it's like Blade Show with all the fat trimmed off. Okay, that's an interesting for way of people, putting it. Yeah, for people who have not been to a show, especially right. USN. okay, yeah. that's true. I'm speaking to you now. Yeah. You, you valuable listener, I'm speaking to you. <laughs> Nonetheless, it was a great show. It's still one of my favorites. Um, still, my I still prefer Over Blade Show just because it's my one time a year where I get a vacation since I go do it for a week instead of just two days. So alongside USN, um, I'm glad to announce the new my a new business venture with a fellow knife maker, Justin Sapkov, uh, edcbid.com. Um, essentially, it's the eBay of knives. As the community becomes more and more restrictive lately, it's getting harder to sell and buy the things we like in the EDC community. So we decided it's the perfect time to launch our own platform without any restrictions. Uh, Justin, would you like to elaborate on that? Uh, yeah, basically, it's a uh, like Nick said, it's like a um, like an eBay for knives. Um, you know, it's focused mainly on EDC, knives, customs. Um, I wanted to talk to you earlier, Nick, me and, uh, Matt were talking about something, but of course, you know, Nick's never around. He's too busy working. Um, but yeah, we want to, we want to focus on, uh, makers, 
secondhand, you know, uh, secondary market, um, uh, you know, buyers, dealers, uh, everyone. You know, my, my idea uh, when I first thought of it was um, these guys that, for some reason, anyone that ends up with my knife always has like a hundred followers on Instagram. So it, it seemed like it would be difficult for them to, you know, move move items. So I was like, you know, what would be a better way for these guys to connect with everyone else would be to have a platform that hopefully, you know, accrues thousands of uh, users. And then it should be, you know, a lot easier for, you know, a guy with a, a small following or, you know, no following at all, you know, will be easier for them to uh, put a knife in front of, you know, thousands of uh, potential buyers. Makes a lot of sense. I definitely, I, I think that's a, a great idea in general. Uh, I think the community was, maybe didn't even know it was looking for a platform. Um, but uh, I'm in totally in full support. I think it's, think it's a great idea. It's a new venue, a fresh, fresh face on the scene to, to allow, allow us all to sort of get together and, and trade uh, in these, these items that we all take, you know, so seriously and, and have a hard time doing that because of social media and its restrictions on, you know, weapons or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm all yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah it's something yeah, you don't know you want calling, until you got. Yeah, they're calling art knives. Uh, you know, you try throwing an ad up on yeah. Instagram. They call it a weapon. Uh, you're using hashtags like knife sale or knife gasm, knife community. These things have all been um, restricted. Censored. Restricted for sensitive material. Whatever the. It's totally ridiculous. It's totally it's ridiculous. Misconstrued. Yeah, I don't know how they tracked down Nightgasm and blocked that one. That, that, that one still kind of mind boggles me there. Yeah, well, also, yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of trading happens in places that uh, certain members of the community might not be aware of, like in the forums. Blade forums and USN see a lot of trading like this. Um, and while I think those things are awesome and pillars of our community, I also think they tend to be unnecessarily and maybe unbeknownst to them restrictive to newer members of the community who do go on Instagram and find it easy to procure these items and perhaps less easy to to trade them. So EDC bit is, a, I think, a great way to sort of bring it out into the open and say, look, you know, if you want to buy and sell this stuff, this is a great place to do it. You don't have to be, you know, a 10 year member of some forum with like badges at the end of your name to, to be able you're, to do this. Jeremiah, you're 100 percent correct. I tried joining USN um, recently and I found that like almost impossible to put a you know, to put a picture up, it was just, it was very, very difficult. I even reached out to a, a, a friend who's been a member for a while and he does it off of an app. Even he was like, dude, I don't think you're going to be able to, uh, you know, really put anything up or, you know, and I, I gave up right away. You know, it, was, it just seemed too complicated, too much of a pain in the ass. Um, and I was like, you know, what? you know, you hit edcvid.com, it brings you right to the front page. It's right there. Buy, sell. Uh, lotto, uh, auction, whatever you want to do. It, it's yeah, there's certain features we're still working on. I, I, one thing I want to implement is a lotto system for knife makers to make it simpler for us knife makers to do lotteries, take it out of our hands, let a third-party service take care of it, and just so we don't have to start fighting with people saying people saying we're, we rigged it or anything like that. One of the reasons I don't do lottos on my end is because they're just the pain they ask to do. So one of the things I'm trying to get working with EDC bit is trying to do some features to help out knife makers like lottery, uh, like pre-orders. Uh, some of them we're still trying to figure out. We, we, we think we got the lotto system figured out. Uh, we, need, we need some beta testers on that end, though. I think it's pretty awesome you guys were, like, doing it and getting away from, like, the whole 
forum format, which, like you said, Justin, is very confusing. The forums, they, they, they used to make you use PhotoBucket to yeah. upload stuff. That was a pain in the ass. Everything's now, a third party, yeah. Yeah, now PhotoBucket's paid for. And you can, I don't know what they use now to do photos. I guess they're just linking Instagram. It's nice and streamlined. That's what I like about it. No. I yeah, haven't posted takes, yet, uh, but it looks very easy. It is. It. it takes literally, you know, three minutes to set up an account. Um, you know, there's no credit card that has to go in if you're creating an account. Um, you can create an account. You can browse. You can buy. You can do all that. Join the newsletter. Um, our first newsletter went out today. It was done very well by um, uh, we have another partner, Matt. Um, he takes care of all the back end stuff, which is, yeah, which is awesome. We have a third silent partner. He's not known in the community. He's just a third partner who takes care of the website. He's our IT guy. Yep. I yep, saw yep. the newsletter today. I thought that was actually pretty neat. You um, saw it. So it was good, yep. right? It was good. Yeah, it shows like how many how many things got sold, how many things got listed. I thought it was a nice little it was brief. I like looked at it, I consumed all the knowledge quickly and I was like, Oh, this is cool. Archive. Uh I, I thought that was a neat little catch up made me feel good about being part of something that was like new and up and coming. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And like I said, it's so easy to sign up. It's just, it literally takes three, I, I think it took a total of like three minutes. Um, and the great thing is with the checkout, um, I've already had two successful listings on EDC bid. Personal um, listings. Yeah. And it went, it, yeah, they were personal listings. Yes, they were personal listings. Um, I built a knife for the site for the launch day. Uh, that oh, went up, awesome. uh, successfully sold, which is great. I was very happy. Um, but the, the great thing is the automatic payment where there's no interaction between uh, the buyer and seller. There could be interaction if that's what you want. But uh, if you set up your account properly right away, you know, the, the, if it's set up properly, your, your uh, PayPal information's in there. Um, you choose, you know, um, you know, the, the instant checkout, you do every, you, you hit all the boxes, right? Uh, you can do it in under three minutes. Um, when you're, when your item's done, you know, you'll get a notification. I got my notification within 45 seconds that I had uh $1,310 in my account. There you go. That's legit. Quick and easy, yeah. right? That's, that's what people like. Smooth. Trust very me, I know. smooth. Very smooth. That's awesome. That's very cool. Um, and then you guys, so you are using, uh, you're using PayPal right now, but I guess you guys have that figured out. So people should feel secure about that. No, the, the, the way it works. Okay. I'll give you the, uh, the, the way it works. Okay. So if you list an item, okay. So what we're doing is if you list an item, you have to put a credit card in the credit card is used to hold 5% only if the sale, <coughs> only if the sale transpires. So. Um, you could put a, an, an item up like the way we have it. If you want to throw 20 knives up there and you just want to forget about them, you could put them up for free. They're up there. Uh, the second the item sells, the notifications go out. 5% is pulled on the back end. The credit card we're using, the uh, payment processor, we're using Stripe, which is very, very secure. It's one, you know, it's one of the, the, the better games in town. So the whole PayPal thing has nothing to do with EDC bid. The whole PayPal thing has to do between buyer and seller. That's hmm. it. it. Has nothing to do with us. So if a thousand dollar knife is sold, what happens is you get a notification. This guy bought the knife. Uh, you get a, a notification that fifty dollars uh, will be built. Will, will go to EDC bid at the end of the month. Um, it's pulled one one time a month um, in case there's you know credit card fees per transaction or whatever people use for you know their credit card option. 
Um, it's one bill. It adds it all up. At the end of the month, you get one bill, one transaction fee. And then if you have 10 auctions, it just pulls it one time at the end of the month. The hmm. PayPal has nothing to do with EDC bids. So what happens is uh, a guy creates an account, uh, say Nick creates an account. He puts his, um, his, uh, you know, his, his credit card in. The credit card is meant to take care of the, the back end. But he also puts his um, PayPal in. So when the auction's complete, it literally will be a tra- it'll be a communication via the website, but it goes to from from seller to buyer. So the buyer um, will get a notification with Nick's information with PayPal, and huh. then he just it's like one page, two pages, super simple. He just says, you know, uh, it's it's like a pay invoice now. You hit the button, boom. Nick's paid within within seconds. That's awesome. I think that's I think it's it's great to streamline the process. It makes people feel comfortable about doing business. That's also really important. Um, I think it's it's a great alternative to other well, secondary market options that are out there. Um, one of the big advantages I've noticed uh, with the system as the as the, as it's used more and more, um, I, I noticed on Facebook guys will have references for past transactions. Because people aren't comfortable sending a two thousand dollar knife to someone because they can reverse the transaction on PayPal. Yeah. Uh, so they'll like keep records of past sales. Nice thing about this, you know, you can leave feedback for the buyer and the seller, um, just like on eBay. So you know if he ha- he had past transactions that they went well. Instead of keeping references, it's all in your uh, user profile. Hmm. Yeah. And we're also we're also it, it's it's uh, we're gonna have a you know a short list now. So anyone that signs up that we know or um, is a seller or buyer, like, you know, Jeremiah, if you wanted to sell something, we know who you are. We're going to do verified buyers, verified sellers. Oh, Um, that's cool. Yeah, we're working on um, it's it's getting developed now. This was like an afterthought, but it's going to happen. So right now we're going to have a short list. Uh, We're going to have a separate page of everyone that's been confirmed and verified. But in the very near future, those people will get like uh, like what they get on Twitter, like a blue check mark. That um, can't be altered, or so. Wait, do, get do we, did we figure that out? We could do that. Yes, we can do it. Yes, cool. yes, we can, and we are. That's that's what we we want to do. But as for now, as we collect names and we collect people coming in, we're gonna have a, a separate page of verified buyers. You know, it'll be alphabetical. You can search your name, and then you'll see if that person's been verified or not. That's awesome, and that's great. It, again, even more secure. People feel great about that. You know, if you're a, if you're a bona fide community member, you get a check mark. Loving it. Well, well, the beautiful thing is, too, is we're going to do like a know your customer thing. Um, I'm big into I like cryptocurrency, and that's a very big thing in cryptocurrency with um, know your customer. So it'll be an option. So if some guy comes on and he's selling an expensive knife um, or, or, or say, for example, um, some guy's selling a very expensive knife. OK, and he doesn't want to sell to someone who isn't verified. So he could state that in his in his auction, like I will not sell even if. Uh, an unverified guy has the final bid. He could choose not to sell to that guy and sell to the guy before him or two guys before him that have a verified account. You see gotcha. what I'm saying? All that right. way, it's, it, it's you know, I'm not saying someone that's unverified won't be, be safe, but if, if, if sure. that's what someone wants to do, you know, it, you know, if you're selling a $7,000 knife, you might want to sell to a verified uh, buyer. No, it's know? all about that, that next level of security, right? That's... You know, one level is great, two levels better, three levels, you know, whatever. It's all the more security. Yeah, yeah, just the you know, just the ease the minds. Like you said, we're using Stripe as a payment processor, which is very safe. 
transactions are um, done between buyer and seller when an auction or a buy it now sale happens. Um, that's between those two guys. Uh, there can be, you know, um, text between them if, if, if they so choose. But um, if not, yeah, no. You know, you can know you're buying from someone that is, um, you know. That's someone awesome. Someone that you can trust. Yeah, there you go. That's that's really exciting, man. I'm um, I think I think everyone I know is is full for it. Uh, I'm definitely for it. Uh, I think the community's behind you on this one. I don't think anyone's come out against it. I uh, had some awesome reposts by some by some pillars. So I think uh, I think everyone's swinging for you guys. Everyone's in the same boat, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, we, so we that's pretty much. That's pretty much the gist of it. Uh, like, thank you guys for letting us have, have a momentary spot on here. And as we mentioned before, uh, free listings until the end of September, and oh. as lo- as well as the giveaway that runs until the end of September for all member signups. Oh, yeah, that's right. What what are you guys giving away? Uh, the 25th anniversary Microtech Blade Show exclusive, uh, bayonet blade with the 25th year commemorative commemorative one ounce silver coin. Pretty much for anyone who signs up to the website in the month of September, we'll and joins the newsletter, automatic giveaway. What? Yep. And joins the newsletter. They got to join the newsletter. Oh, and joins the newsletter. Cool. Get on it, listeners. Get out there. Help these guys out. This is this is good for everybody. Yeah. Start listing. Start buying. Yeah. You know, let's uh, make this a thing. It's um, you know, it, it's for you guys. You know, that that that's who it's for. You know, um, uh, site created by uh, makers for makers for collectors. Um, yeah. It should be good. Should be good. Nice, nice. That was EDC bid. Justin had to go. Uh, now we're going back to Elijah for his news and him going to Paris. All the fancy news, the fancy Parisians. No, I'm in a make shop right now. Over here, a pretty long, lengthy layover, and then I fly out in the morning to uh, Paris for the CCAG show. Hope it's a good one. Nice. Is it this weekend? It's uh, yeah, it's this weekend. I'm kind of hitting it a little early, but it's uh. Uh, Friday, it's like a Thursday night thing, and then there's uh, Friday and Saturday, and I think I guess it goes Sunday, but like it's whatever. But yes. it's a pretty good show. Today it's... is the ninth of the Monday, and he's referring to the thirteenth of the Fridays. Yeah, well, it's, you uh, know, for shows you like to go a day or two early, and the fourteenth. But yeah, um, it's, it's gonna be fun. I got some knives to sell, some abstruse. Well, nice. We got to start saying dates and stuff because people don't listen. That's like true, that. but I'm I take it like nobody's this is probably not gonna air before CCAG, so anyways. Yeah, I got some abstruse and some uh like an arrakis, a couple Soze one offs, uh done by uh Mike Emler and uh this one guy on here that also hosts this podcast. Oh, you're bringing those to Paris? Yeah, sure, why not? Oh snap. All right. Yeah. A couple of them. I think I got like three or four. Oh, that's cool. The Parisians will love that uh heavy metal theme. Oh yeah, I'm thinking about keeping that one for myself. I almost didn't pack it up because the detent's can so nice. Can you legally sell do, do, uh, double edge in Paris? Yeah, no. of course you can, no. buddy. Yeah. Oh, Grazer, it's it's for collection purposes. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's a collection okay. It's okay. But yeah, I got That's a couple cool. abstruse and tie and uh, CF. Open to sell those, and then I only got like 20 knives. So yeah, make it make a pretty quick uh, trip over there. And you got stickers oh. and stuff with you too. Oh yeah, I got a. Asshole stickers. He, he started posting them in my shop. Yeah. Nice. I nice. finally remembered to bring my damn stickers. Right. Having a table, you know, it's like you got to have something on it other than knives. So that should be fun. And then might head over to Amsterdam with Matt Leong. 
Matt Diskin and the one and only Leong Ma uh, get us some trouble there and then head back and then hang out with Nick, I guess, a little bit. And then, yeah, yeah. they just come, come back here, spend our weekend over here, maybe make a knife, probably not. It's possible. Chris, Chris played try out of action. Yeah, try out of action, uh, Chris Balsall. Probably not. Nice. Uh, nice. Is there anything else we missed? It's possible. Uh, no, I believe that wraps are up clean and pretty. Clean and pretty oh. with a bow on it. Yeah. Well, that was a great post-USN uh, episode. Um, on that note, Nick Chuprin, out. Elijah Isham, out. Uh, Jeremiah Burbank, out. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned for more awesome content. We got more guests for you coming soon. No, shut up. Just end it at Wubba Dub Dub. (laughs)